Someone recently told me a story about a little boy. Maybe he was like maybe three or four years old. And he came to Christmas Mass with his family. And right in the middle of a beautiful, beautiful Christmas hymn, a religious, holy Christmas hymn, this little three-year-old boy started joyfully belting out at the top of his lungs, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> and of course, the little boy's parents were so embarrassed, they were mortified, and so they frantically, they were like, hey, cut it out. That's not a church song. Why are you singing that? And the little boy replied, well, sorry, Mom and Dad. I just wanted to sing, but I didn't know any of these other songs, so I sang a song I knew. Now, obviously, that is a very cute little story, but I think it can teach us an important lesson as we once again celebrate Christmas. Because when it comes to the meaning of life, the purpose of our lives on this planet, we really should all be singing the same song. To be more specific, we should all, in our own unique way, be playing different parts of the same song. And we should be learning how to sing this song more and more beautifully together in harmony with one another. Now, what do I mean by this? What does it mean to sing well? Well, to sing well means to live in tune with, in rhythm with, God. As St. Augustine once put it so beautifully, let us sing a new song, not with our lips, but with our lives. And what song should we all be singing together with our whole lives? Well, we should be singing the original, the OG Christmas song, the, the first Christmas hymn. And no, I'm not talking about Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, okay? No, I'm talking about the song that the angels sang at the birth of Jesus Christ. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. These words should be very, very familiar to us. We sing them at the beginning of every single Sunday Mass, except during the season of Advent and Lent. And maybe sometimes they kind of go in one ear and out the other, okay? But when it comes down to it, this is the song that we all need to sing if we want to be in tune with God and with one another. This is the song that we need to learn how to sing well, not just with our lips, but with our whole lives. Glory to God. In Hebrew, the word for glory literally means weight. Think about that for a minute. Glory means like kind of this heaviness. So when we say give glory to God, we mean like give weight, give importance, give everything to God. This is what we were made for. This is what makes us happy. We're supposed to give glory to God in the highest, not to ourselves. We give glory to the Lord, not to our own ideas and plans or our achievements or our desires. We give glory to God by the way that we live, the way that we love, the way that we serve one another. We give glory to the Son of God, who though he was God from God, light from light, true God from true God, humbled himself to take on our humanity. And he was born in the middle of a manger, in between animals, on some cold winter night. It's only when we learn to sing this song, this glory to God in the highest, with our whole lives, that we can ever have true peace 
okay? So let's, let's just pray that together. All glory is yours, Lord. Let's say it. One, two, three. All glory is yours, Lord. St. Paul said it in our second reading to Titus, the grace of God has appeared saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory, the weight, the importance of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace and the glory of God has appeared for everyone. Jesus was born in that little manger for everyone. Why? Why was he born? So that we could live our lives in a whole new way, a transformed way, so that we could learn how to sing well, not just for Christmas, but for the rest of our lives and into eternity. But here's the real challenge. There is a lot of just noisy, bad music in this world today. So much discord, so much division, so much disunity, so much bad music that distracts us and causes us so much pain and fear and anxiety. And often enough, instead of singing glory to God in the highest, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we can choose to fill our hearts and minds with all of that bad music. Music that goes against the song of heaven, against the song of the angels on Christmas night. We freely choose to do all sorts of things that do not glorify God and cause us, listen, it causes us to lose our peace. We call this bad music sin. And it poisons us, doesn't it? It makes us sad. It makes us isolated, lonely, and out of tune, out of rhythm with God. It stunts our growth as human beings. I was very shocked to learn this, uh, but apparently, and maybe this is pseudoscience, I don't know, take it with a grain of salt, but apparently there have been some studies that have shown that, that plants that are planted in a, like, a noisy room with like bad music, like violent kind of rough music being played, the plants actually kind of grow away from the speakers. Have you heard this? This is wild. So like the plants kind of like grow away from those speakers, but then in the room where they're playing like calm, beautiful, classical music, maybe a little bit of Gregorian chant, I don't know, but something beautiful, right? The plants are flourishing, they're blooming. But those, those flowers, those plants that were in the noise, in the bad music, they were sick. And that's what happens to us. And yet, here's the very, very, very good news. The Christmas news. God sent his son Jesus into the noise, into all of that bad music. He wasn't afraid of it. He wasn't deterred by it. He wanted to go there. He wanted to save us from all of that junk. God himself took on human flesh in order to save us, rescue us. As our first reading from the prophet Isaiah put it, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. They've heard a brand new song. Something new happened when, when, when God the Son took flesh in the Virgin Mary's womb on March 25th and then was born on December 25th. All the noise in the world can't conquer this beautiful and life-giving music of heaven. Glory to God in the highest. No circumstance, no challenge can prevent us from singing. Just think of Mary and Joseph for a second. They trusted God. They kept on singing. They didn't give up when there was no room in the inn. 
they found a way. They trusted God. They persevered. And so the question that we need to ask now this morning, Christmas morning, is are we going to sing the song of heaven? Or are we going to try singing our own song? Will we learn to live in rhythm with Jesus, our newborn king? Or will we just join in with all the noise? Tomorrow, the world will move on from Christmas. You know, they'll stop playing Mariah Carey. It's happening, thank God, right? <laughs> but tomorrow the world's going to move on, and all of that delicious Christmas chocolate will be half off. But we Catholics know it's still Christmas. And, and so what are we going to do when the Christmas carols fall silent? What's our choice? And so as we approach the Eucharist today, as we come near again to the manger to adore our newborn king, our savior, let's all resolve to learn how to truly sing with all of our lives. Glory to God in the highest. Let's join with heaven in this mass. Glory to God in the highest.